When they were young, the world seemed so much fun. It's on this day with the backseat coaches. It's back to me today, 3rd of April, and we're going to go back to 1994 um, to find out what happened on this day, 3rd of April, 1994. And it was the day that the first roster of the Colorado Silver Bullets was announced. Do you know of them? You heard of them? No. No, nor did I. Yep. Um, they were the first all-female professional baseball team since 1954 uh, and the folding of the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, um, which there was a film called League of Their Own made about. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it. I know it's got of Tom it. Hanks in it. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, I yeah, it's quite a good film. I would recommend it. It's got a good sportsy film, but it's also got a lot of humour in it. Uh, Tom Hanks is like this drunken old uh, base ex baseball player, uh, and he leads like a team of all female athletes um, in a yeah, like a baseball league that was set up in I think it was 1943. They set it up during the Second World War because um, they just wanted to have some baseball going on, and all the men had gone off to war. So. Yeah. They just set up a, a women's league um, and then it's them sort of fighting once the men get back. It's them fighting to be allowed to carry on playing um, at that point. It's good. Good film. Um, but the Colorado Silver Bullets were the first professional uh, all-female team since then. So it had been 40 years since the folding of the yeah, the AAGPBL terrible name <laughs> <Rolls up the tongue. laughs> yeah, yeah I, it took me a long time even to just get all those letters <laughs> never mind to say them um they only lasted four years unfortunately the colorado silver bullets um but they were what's known as a barnstorming team have you heard that term before i have i don't really know what it means oh, does it mean, like undefeated no? no so that's that's my understanding of the term like barnstorming generally i thought was like you're just going through and like beating everybody and you're just incredible um yeah that's not that's not the actual meaning of the word it was to do with uh it was so teams who would be like touring teams in the u.s um like the harlem globetrotters they would just go and play a lot of small uh, venues in barns effectively that was why it was called barnstorming they would go to barns and play in there um barnstorming sounds like they weren't invited it does, doesn't it? Sounds like they just <laughs> broke into the barns and started playing baseball in there. Hey, you go to my barn! <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that, that was what they did for four years. They were just a touring team and played against a lot of men's minor league teams, uh, semi-pro teams and college teams. Um, so they, it was quite an interesting... It wasn't an experiment, so to speak. They were kind of... What, what's the word when you're like the first of something? Pioneers. Yeah. They were like a pioneering... Uh, outfit um sort of trying to allow uh, female athletes basically to to have a a game of baseball you weren't allowed to play baseball as a woman in those days even as far only as far as 1994 there was no wow, no ago, women's baseball there was no women's baseball in college you weren't allowed to play in college um there was women tend to play or or what's bigger than women's baseball is women's softball yes so not it's not that it's bigger necessarily it is the replacement um women are allowed to play softball men are allowed to play baseball 
Um, and some of the one of the players, I didn't write down which who it was. I think it might have been Missy Cress, but I might be wrong about that. Um, actually went to court to try and be allowed to play men's baseball or just play baseball at college and lost the case. Um, so that was an interesting thing. But the, that has changed, I think, now it, on the back of this Colorado Silver Bullets team. They they were sponsored by Coors, you know, the beer, Coors Light. Yeah. So apparently apparently that, that was why they were called the Silver Bullets is because Coors is... Uh, they were cause light was known as the silver bullet of beers, um, so that was good branding on their part. Uh, silver bullet of beers, yeah, why? I guess like it kills werewolves, yep. Is that yep. What they, they drink it and they die, and they die, and then everyone rejoices. <laughs> <laughs> the silver bullet of beers, <laughs> it's not a great name, I gotta be honest. I don't really, I feel like a silver bullet is something that just fixes something, isn't it? That's, yeah in like management speak you're like is this the silver bullet is it going to fix everything but But i wouldn't say say that about beers i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to advertise my beer is that oh yeah this will this will just cure everything just get rid of it i don't think (laughs) (laughs) i guess it it solves everything for a short amount of time doesn't it that's the yeah (laughs) you're not drunk anymore (laughs) and then it just makes things worse um over 1,300 female athletes tried out for the club, which is a lot, isn't it? That is a lot. It is a lot. And because, I guess because they were the only outfit that yeah. were doing this. So they just, they had loads and loads of people try out. Um, a lot of people who'd never played baseball before just came and tried out anyway. Um, which a lot of like guys in wigs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 1,250 of them were guys in wigs. <laughs> Couldn't get onto baseball teams. Um, so they, they ended up cutting it down to about... 50 I think it was 55 initially was the shortlist and they were mostly as you say college softball players um, and then on the 3rd of April 1994 they announced their first ever roster um, of only 24 players that was how many you were allowed I guess um, which included Kerry Krupke, Missy Cress which I think is a great name Missy Cress <laughs> the name Missy is not a not a name that you hear very often especially these days no, I feel like I've fallen out of uh, favor a little bit. Um, and Kim Bratz was the other of their sort of notable players who played all through the, the years that they were in existence. Um, she was noted because she was the player who inspired their first and only bench clearing brawl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that is a big tradition in baseball, isn't it? The sort of the bench is clear and just everyone brawling on a pitch. Um, yeah. It hadn't been seen in women's baseball really before. Um, and that was, yeah, Kim Bratz was hit by the pitcher and did not enjoy the fact that he was laughing about it afterwards. So just started a brawl. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of good quotes uh, about it. Uh, Phil Niekro, who was their coach, said, it was as good a baseball ball as I've ever seen. All havoc broke loose. And it, <laughs> I guess that's, that speaks to the sort of attitude about baseball and fighting in American sports in general. Yeah. It? They love a good fight, like ice hockey. They just love it. A lot of them just go to see the fights. They don't care about the sport itself. It's the goodest fight as I've ever seen. And the match? Oh, what? I don't know. <laughs> what, what match? <laughs> um, and there was another quote from Mark Lastinger, who was a reporter, who said, she was on him like a cat on a pork chop. <laughs> Oh, and they go on pork chops. They don't know. Do they? <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. I've never seen a cat with pork ever. 
I just thought it was a great quote, Mark. Good work. Not just pork chops, they'll jump on a pig. <laughs> yeah, they're just making chops. <laughs> they're just constantly at it. You learn something new in isolation every day, don't you? When they were young, the world seemed so much fun. And it's on this day with backseat coaches.